Sonnets from London, number 10. The waters flow, the paterfamilias bestows on us a pouring out of clout to bring us through the sky and set us here with sunrise eggs and toast delivered with incisive comments cheerily conveyed and common sense appraisals of the doings of fools and statesmen, friends and foes and wives. The journey thus laid out to open lives begins like clever brewers brew their brewings to percolate the magistrate's parade and bring about a questioning of myth combined with bottles large of cobra beer cracked open at the table of our doubt to bind and challenge and to humor us. Number 11. In nicks of time, the times do nick and pluck the strings and stroke the canvases with color. Impressionistically, Trafalgar Square unfurls its bienvenue Lyon's géant to usher you into the galleries, both national and otherwise, and feel with other sense, Monsieur Renoir, your eyes with spectacles inspect the au revoir of 1800s out of focus glee for gorgeous smears and sensibilities, umbrellas, flowers, round-faced girls on loan from France to London in the foul and fair of days that alternate from bright to duller while you consider bad and better luck. Number 12. The peacocks, parakeets, and waterfowl of London statues here and there well-placed, the mud occasional, the sun's instructions to look to left, to see your face, to smile, to arm and arm against the wind, to find the route that suits us best by tube, by bus, by walking vigorous and pleasant paths. Beneath our feet, the ruins of some baths left over from the Roman times for us to ponder as we wend our way aligned with one another's mile for mile for mile, mapped out by pigeons and unkind obstructions from dogs whose owners seem to have some haste, back to our rooms, bidet, and heated towel. Number 13. 